0: You know, it's not like you're the only one aboard that thing. Guren Logon is about teamwork. Yeah, well, nobody asked you to pilot it, so don't worry about it. What? You think you can pilot it all by yourself? Sure, I'll do it by myself. Good idea. It'll be better that way. Why, you little! Don't get too full of yourself! You know, if you'd have held it together, Kamen I wouldn't be dead right now! Hey, that's enough!
1: Sorry. Simon.
0: It's okay. What Kitan said is true. I killed Bro. I'll just get tougher. I mean, I have to get tough. I'll fight hard enough for both me and Bro. The Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s, trapped in a box, talk about anime. First off, we've got nothing clever to say about him. He's Bill.
1: That wasn't how he did it the first time.
2: His dick is in a
1: box. <laughs> you know what? I looked up boxy baron coats and everything. <laughs> Second off, he's questioning why he's doing this. It's Andy. I... He's getting this all fucked up.
2: I was a boxer one time.
0: Boxer's my favorite literary character. And I've got no comments about boxes. I'm Josh. <laughs> you,
2: you always have comments about boxes. Not this time! Ha uh, <laughs> ha! Denied! We're gonna miss that whole pithy, wonderful discussion yeah. about you coming in boxes. Do I said you know of. <sighs>
1: Welcome to TuneIn Japanese, guys. He's been on a real tear since he found the right hole.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, oh, we are here to not talk about boxes. We are here to, well, kind of. We are going to talk about boxes box later, but we are here to talk about episode nine of Gurren Lagann. What, exactly, is a human? But before we get to that,
0: how are you guys doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. We're still here.
2: Yeah, well, we're all still here. 2018, baby! Even though it's been that for a
0: little while. Quite a while. It's been a long give, give, Given how it's the It's not release...
1: January 1st.
0: <laughs> it's definitely not January Given the 1st. release schedule of the season goes, this may be at the end of February.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're wrong, though. February, <laughs> if we're
2: lucky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are here to talk about some Gurren Lagann, And Yay! it is Bill's week. Oh, man. For a review. Yay! And we are going to find out what happens after we no longer have Kamina. For our nerd news segment this week, I think Josh had a topic that he wanted to discuss.
1: Oh man!
0: <laughs> guys, hi. Straight talk, guys. Straight talk. I'm not very good at that. I'll work at it. I can't. I can. I can at least. Act I have not been. Dr- I have not been drinking. Work girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I can do. Cover girl. Do a twirl. Yeah, actually, there's been something that I got to get off my chest. Something I kind of oh, want. Man. Are you take your shirt off? No. Okay, good. Well, actually, I'm going to unzip my hoodie and let you bask in the gir. It's girl with tacos. That's amazing. It is. And the background
2: is so. Anyway, carry on with your topic.
0: I know you guys aren't aren't huge fans of Star Wars, but I'm going to use it as a as a jumping off.
2: Okay, here. let's use it as an example. Um,
0: you guys are are at least familiar that the latest Star Wars film has been, to put it kindly, divisive. There's a, yes, there is a very huge rift between fans that really liked it or really hate it, and it's. It's kind of got me pissed off. And actually, I want to kind of preface... uh set uh, I cut pre- him, at
1: least the blue balls.
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, I want to preface this, <laughs> though. Um, one of the reasons why this brought this up was we were talking to Thurk um, right before we did our, our holiday
1: episode. Blue balls lead to anger. And uh
0: And Thur- Thurk and I have differing opinions about the uh, Star Wars movie. And yes. I kind of got in his face about it.
1: Anger leads to voting Trump.
2: <laughs> Idle hands lead to the jungles. We all know how much God hates that. <laughs> Drippy's great.
0: <laughs> I kind of got 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 on him about it and I realized that I was part of the problem. Right then there. And about this whole what I'm gonna start calling nerd entitlement issue. Now yeah, you're yelling. Yeah, and I I wasn't
1: listening, but you're yelling.
0: But I and I've apologized to Thurk in person about this. But I realized I was part of the problem. Because Thurk and I had differing opinions. Now Thurk I think had a general positive note about the movie, but there were things I didn't like about it, and we got into an argument about it.
1: Yeah, we talked about that later.
0: And that was the thing, though. One thing is the, all right to have a have a lively discourse about something. It's another thing to get full on hate about it and act entitled that because somebody doesn't like something that you like, they're an idiot or something like that. And that's the thing that I kind of want to talk about is this whole sense of geekdom having this huge entitlement issue with their darlings. Someone doesn't like it, well, then you go on the internet and lose your shit about it and.
2: I think that that's kind of only part of the problem. The issue with Star Wars in particular had not only to do with that idea of like just anger, but I think there's a sense of ownership. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think it's the question of like how much does an audience own a beloved franchise, and how much of that ownership actually belongs to the people that create it. Uh, and that can be said with anything, whether right. it's movies or, or books or video All games. Right. To what extent is the author still in control of their own work in a way? Their their, their job, the job of an, of an author is to, create. well, two things. is to create something that makes them proud, but also mm-hmm. something that hopefully other people will enjoy.
0: As much as, as the Star Wars community hate the prequel trilogy you can at least say that that was george lucas doing his thing and and doing what he felt was needed to be done creatively
2: right but then the thing with that is if you're a creator going into something like star wars and you know that the hype is spilt up so much and you have to know that you know you're gonna have to be very careful with the choices you make in, in in a narrative because you are unfortunately going to have people who are invested maybe even more invested than the actual author themselves in mm. that world in that lore in that story that are gonna freak out now I'm not justifying no, in no any you're, way you're, you're you're that.
0: making an explanation you're i' i'm, kind I'm of explaining, explaining i'm
2: trying to explain why maybe some people get that way Fair and enough. I'm not saying that's that's healthy or right mm, but I think not. there is a sen- I, but there, but there's a sense of of ownership in in things like that
1: we've made jokes, but I love transformers mm hmm mm-hmm. And the Michael Bay movies are bad. Yeah, right. I don't yell and scream and call people idiots and sign and make petitions and I just don't watch the movies mm-hmm. or buy the toys. And that's your choice. I make some jokes, jokes are jokes.
0: And that's something even even on even for me too. Let's look at a, a, a more immediate example. Gurren Lagann. I knew that you weren't gonna like it. I kind of figured that much. I w- went with it in the sense that. It helps make good content to have an argument. Same I didn't think I didn't know if Andrew was gonna like it or not. But I do admit that there have been times where, where you guys have, have bagged on the show, which hurt me because this is one of my favorite animes. But I've had to learn to take a step back and say, it's alright. They can have that opinion.
1: Your tears feel me. <laughs>
0: you know? And there's the jokes too, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> jokes.
0: <laughs> what what I'm trying to say though is it's alright. It's all right to hate something. It's all right to love something. It's all right to say, yes, I disagree with one of my closest friends about how they view a movie that I found to be quite enjoyable and love the changes that they made to the to the mythology. I didn't do right by him by losing it on him when he didn't like it. And that's the same thing with you guys. It's all right that you guys don't like Gurumanga. I Great. get it. Well, I think what it
2: boils down to, this this discussion, is... Okay. And I think, I feel like I'm stealing something that Bill has said before. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, don't, don't shit on wise. other people's joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. Like if if something if someone likes something, don't make it your goal to like ruin it, ruin it for them. You know, uh, if you take another example, I think Star Wars is one example. Another is Nintendo over the years. Think about the years with the Wii U mm-hmm. and how it it was, it was, it was not, I liked the Wii U. I enjoyed the Wii U a mm-hmm. lot. I played the Wii U a ton.
0: Yeah, but overall, it was disliked. But by, it by was the it was
2: it was it was disliked, and I think some of that was a bit unfair, because I think some of it comes from this visceral response to Nintendo doesn't play my Madden or whatever games, you know, that are real video games. That visceral sort of reaction. It's it's a kids N- company.
0: Nintendo's all cutesy and stuff. Right. right. And, don't, and the only cool thing they have is Smash Brothers.
2: Right. So. And there's this just sort of, like, vile, vitriol,
1: just, just Vitriolic yeah, hatred. Yeah, it's hatred, hatred. It's
0: toxic, and it creates this huge amount of toxicity.
1: I think this goes beyond nerd entitlement. hmm I think entitlement is a huge problem in our culture right now. Oh, absolutely. All mm-hmm. of these sexual things coming out... hmm Entitlement. All of the crap, politically, it comes from entitlement. Mm-hmm. Nerd rage, entitlement. That's at, at, the core of it all. Mm-hmm. People think they deserve everything, and they don't think they necessarily need to work for it, and they don't know that sometimes they fucking fail. Yeah. And it's not bag on millennials, because there are plenty of old people that are fucking entitled and mm-hmm. cause more shit than anybody. Yeah. So Fair enough.
2: Yeah, that's a problem in our society. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, you see it with the differences and things. Uh, you know, when Doctor Who basically decided to have a female doctor Huge backlash. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've and, applauded and, and, it. Any uh, the new Ghostbusters, huge backlash because of s- people who feel inferior, or they feel like their their gender or their race or whatever is being infringed upon.
0: Star, Star Wars having its main protagonist be a woman.
2: Yeah, straight white <laughs> cis males
1: see right. typically
2: see typically yeah typically. see their all their heroes and 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 the things that they expect from 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 media start to make subtle changes they lash out oftentimes yeah um so so there is an entitlement issue yeah yeah,
0: it it is and so i had to teach tell myself to stop being part of the problem and as i went to thirk and apologize so i want to go to you guys too and apologize if i've ever gotten way too defensive about this show in the sense where i've almost gotten angry with you guys i do apologize and i apologize in the future for it too it might
1: happen I don't care, your your anger feels me. Oh my god. <laughs> That's uh, cool. You don't gotta apologize, it's fun. But, I, you know, it's an interesting topic. It's an yeah, interesting we are, topic. We're close enough that we can do that to each other, right. it's not that big a deal. Absolutely. We,
0: we can we can fuck around with each other, and we can talk uh, about each other's fo- uh, flaws and whatever, and not want to punch you other on in the face. Some, wait, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> <I> mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh,
2: god. Uh, so that was our Nerd News segment yeah, for today. Our discussion um, there. Our little discussion there. And uh, let's let's jump into our review of Log, Unless you had anything else to add, anyone?
1: Ultimately, confront your biases. As the straightest cis male here, mm-hmm. fucking chill out. Don't be so insecure. Yeah. To other straight white right. cis males, like gay people aren't going to make you gay. If gay people make you feel gay feelings, you're, you're gay. You're kind of gay. <laughs> you're, and that's cool. Deal with it. I mean. If seeing other guys wear dresses makes you want to wear a dress, wear a dress. Whatever. This has been our segment of Bill's fucking
0: woke. <laughs> no, it's woke as fuck.
2: Oh, sorry. Bill
0: is woke as fuck.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's even that. Bill's secure as fuck? <laughs> Bill's secure and woke <laughs> as fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck, fuck. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck,
2: fuck, fuck. Uh, Let's get off this topic. Let's get fuck into our the review. Fuck the fucking fuckers. Let's get into our review yeah! of episode nine, which I still cannot remember the title. What exactly is a human? Thank you. Bill! The Box Idiot Chronicles. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. I like Box Idiot. But anyway, carry on. Mm.
1: We'll get there. I have some conflicted feelings, but... I have some explanations here. This is a man intro. He's gone. Someone has to go on. That's the gist. <laughs> I, I oh like my uh, god, I love how you reduced that.
0: because yeah, cause here it is in in the series, in the episode actually, is a very great visual of all these uh, motifs and montages of Kamina that slowly starts uh, fading, away. fading away. I thought it was really cool. T- it
1: a cool visual. It touched oh,
0: yeah. me in the feels, right there.
1: The Spiral King, Lord Genome, which they spell that way since King Lord Genome would be really weird.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Talk
1: about Tamalf being dead. And one of the king's generals, since they can't be lords, I guess he's a lord, uh, Cytomander the Swift, which is a cock, Guam (laughs) the Immovable. Oh my god, he
2: he is a bird! I didn't realize he he was a
1: bird! Yeah. Guam the Immovable. I think he's a turtle or maybe an armadillo? Armadillo? Yeah, he's gotta be an armadillo. He says even an armadillo will fight when cornered, so...
2: Yeah, he's talking about himself. Either that or he's
1: racist against armadillos.
0: I think he is an armadillo, though.
1: Maybe that's what it is. And Adina the Elegant, I think, is a scorpion? She's kind of scorpion-like.
0: She's actually a sea creature, so... Well, um, I know she does
1: the sea stuff, and that's why I question mark the scorpion. Well, a like, maybe a,
0: a, tr- a lobster or a trilobite Well, or the, like that? The,
2: the problem with this anime... Not problem. That's not the right term. The The thing with this anime when it comes to the design of these beast men is that they have more than one visual aspect of different animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about that with Viral. Um, even when you look at, um, Guam, Guame, or whatever his name is, Guam, Guam. um,
1: the turtle dilla, the
2: turtle, yeah, there, there are elements of, like, I thought he was a lizard at one point, then I was like, okay, I guess he's an armadillo, I thought he was, was, yeah, it could be a turtle, right, like, there are different Mm -hmm. aspects that, that kind of build who
1: they are.
0: And I always saw him as an armadillo myself.
1: So, they, they bicker, and they demand that they get to take back Gunzen. Adina has to explain that her and Timelf were friends, despite gender, which is a gross thing, too doing the whole woke we,
2: we were just friends
1: we we're just friends yeah we're friends it's... you're different genders you must be screwing i mean it it's...
2: well to be fair we didn't talk about this image spiral king is literally surrounded by like concubines who are just yeah. like all like stroking him i don't
1: and... think they're concubines i think they're a telephone i'm sorry what
2: <laughs> wait hang on <laughs> hang on hard to... hang on wow what josh help me out here what the fuck is he talking about <laughs> I really have nothing. They give him.
1: They give him news later. Like they all tell him things that are spoilerly yet. But I like they're the ones that relay it to him. Really? Yeah. I oh. think
0: they're his daughters.
1: Yeah, they're his telephone daughters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. All right. I, anyway,
1: <laughs>
2: that's odd.
1: Guam says that Timelf was just useful to her, so apparently she friend zoned him. That's. <laughs> I know what's so. good. they're getting a girl. I. I think so. Um, Although I don't like the term friend zone, because that house I has, really that's another sort of entitlement. I, I, no, no, again, thing I'm not right saying I'm, that's kind of what they're getting at, though. That's like what Guam's attitude. That friend, I'm not saying I'm
0: right, right. I, mean, I know I'm
1: using the term, but I'm not literally using the term. I'm saying that's what he's getting at. You're not,
0: you're not using it as, as it. That's what yeah.
1: Guam is getting at. He is like, oh, he, he you zoned him. I mean, that's kind of what he says.
0: Yeah, it's kind so, of to, to boil it
1: down. Yeah, she retorts by calling him an ant eater. So again. Is he an ant eater? Well, was that a slur?
2: We're gonna get an episode. I can't remember this. is This episode of the next one with ant, with ant eaters, essentially
0: looking things. I think it's a couple of episodes. I think actually. it's in a couple of episodes. Yeah.
1: Lord King Genome sends the scorpion water lady, uh, Adine.
0: Adine, the elegant.
1: Even though, as their creator, he is surprised that they had a friendship he didn't authorize. Yeah, well, I, yeah. It, the, this whole thing is good.
2: Yeah. I think the one thing to t- kind of take away from this these these like succession of scenes is that the Spiral King does not have any sort of empathy or no. understanding of emotion or anything. To, towards them, at least. Yeah, yeah. And, and even the fact that here he is surrounded by a bunch of women, all he cares about is just the affection, the, the close physical proximity, right. the sex, whatever it is. Yep. There's this complete lack of compassion, this right. lack of humanity. Right. I think they're establishing that in the
0: character. And, and there's a lot that gets explained about him later in the series. You okay. haven't gotten to that point. Also, Adina the Elegant is voiced by Megan Hollingshed. I'm just going to hit each general when they come into the arc.
2: Okay. Well, wow, we haven't had that in a long time.
0: It's been a while.
1: So, since Adine gets sent, Saito Mander doesn't look pleased, but he grovels at at Spiral King Lord, and he's disgusted by him him wanting to be in the light. Yeah. Meanwhile, Simone has gone pilot hogging kill crazy and making Logan cry.
0: Right. As much as I really like some of the choices that they do with this with this small arc, I do admit that that some of the stuff with Simo does get a little infuriating. Yes, it does. I will get. I will. I will agree with that right up front. But and I hate the, the fucking eyes. But but think about that too. He's obviously in mourning. And some people, when they lose someone close to them, they kind of go into this kind of catatonic state.
2: And that's fine. And, and I, he's
0: kind of catatonic at this. And point.
2: And I was okay with it in the first episode. Mm-hmm. I was getting a little worn by it in the second episode. Once we get to the third episode of it, I was like, okay, I get it. But if they don't fix this. In this thir- in this in this episode, I'm really going to be done with this. And thankfully, in that episode, they they did do fix it. Yeah, because
0: it's a th- it's a small three art three episode. Because
2: arc. Simone drives me kind of nuts the way like the, the extreme, and right. I, I understand it. I'm not saying I don't understand what, what grief is and right. how that that, that affects per- people, but yeah, it just makes her a very unlikable character and a very kind of annoying set of episodes.
0: Understandable, and I, yeah, anyone going through an extreme grief thing can sometimes be extremely painful to deal with. I understand but the that. Visual, but the visuals too, it's in the rain, and you're seeing Logon crying, showing the actual how he's actually feeling. Is yeah. I think I think that's a great, once again, some great visuals. And that so,
1: rain's been going on for seven days, ever since Kamina's death. There's some really heavy... <laughs> <laughs> some, fish, some Fisher King stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Just, some, some some
0: heavy dialogue, some, uh, some heavy choices. and Obvious setting. symbolism is obvious. Ding! Uh,
1: so yeah. Liron and Diaka can't seem to get the engine stable, and that gigantic bow dick probably doesn't help. <laughs> no, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that right. that's good for balance. And uh, Keo and Rossio spar on gunmen. Uh, we get some more exposition about what uh, Dai Gunzen's facilities are, but we learn that it can't mend a broken human heart. Yeah,
0: well, they're they're talking about the fact that <laughs> that Di, Di Gunzen, <laughs> Gunzen's got this uh, great great uh, um, repair shop. Essentially, they can repair the the gunmen after the battle almost instantaneously.
1: Uh, Simone and Keaton argue about how Simone is piloting. Uh, Simone wants to do it himself. As I said, he kind of pilot hogging. Yeah. And Keaton, in a total dick move, calls Simone out on being on it being his fault, even though Keeton is right.
2: Deep down, he's right. I he's suppose. right. I mean, yeah. I mean it's not it's not the most subtle or, or nice way to go about it. I don't I don't agree with how Keeton confronts him. Right. Although I just wish he could slap the eyes off his face because those eyes just freak me out. I hate uh, those eyes so much. All right, all right,
1: Simone basically agrees and then jumps down Rossio's throat about his god and him worshipping a gunman. I
0: hated this part. I, oh, do, I do too. That, yeah, because he really, I mean, Simone's really, really being unlikable right now. He's a
1: broken little asshole. He's I broke.
2: I like Rossio so much too because he's such a positive person. He's trying really hard to like... Because he's Johnny Young Take Marsh. He is. Well, aside from <laughs> that, but he's taking on the role of like, I'm going to learn how to pilot... G- right. Garen, right? You know he's, he's he's taking on this this thing, and then you got simone being a
0: little prick. He even gets stared down by Diaka as he's giving him shit about the gods. And is usually yeah.
1: pretty nice. And
0: and and simone realizes that he's being a dick. Yeah, Di- and- Diaka
1: calls him out, and he gets all emo. He goes back to his room, and he just neglects his pet.
0: Ah, right. uh, poor Buta. Yeah, you know, it's hard to see this, and. Don't think it's unintentional. I, I I don't I don't think it's ax- by accident. I think it's intentional. Yeah. I you're meant to not like Simone right now. Right.
1: Yoko's on the firing range, and the other schmucks think Simone shouldn't be the leader. Ketan should. Uh, Yoko runs them off and talks to Dayaka. She needs to eat like crazy to power her rifle.
2: In the, <laughs> in the scene where she sits down to eat, like one of those guys has like a weird cat like look,
1: like he's yeah, he's yeah. very oh, bizarre. The, meow. I still don't quite get the, the food powering all these machines. You gotta eat, man. Yeah. Well like, yeah, the power of your rifle. Carbo load. Uh your will power is to hold up them boobs. Yeah. <laughs> comes, comes in and he is he's worried about Simone. Yoko doesn't seem to give any shits about Simone or his pain.
0: Yeah. She's dealing with shit herself too though. It's true, yeah. but it's it's
2: kind of a weird, complicated sort of thing because Wow, emotions are complicated. No, but I mean, like to the point where like it, it seems inconsistent. So okay. like there there are times where she does seem to kind of like mourn alongside of him, but then there are times in like in later episodes too where like she is just like screw Simone, fuck him, essentially. Like it's paraphrasing. It's just it's just kind of I
0: don't know. It seems it seems a little inconsistent. <laughs> you mean uh, going through an emotional process is
1: inconsistent?
2: I get what emotions are. It's just the the writing is. Do not... you yes? So... Do you? I don't think the writing is all that good in some places
1: cut the shower crying yes any excuse to see her in the shower yeah Gunmen show up to attack uh, thy guns in in the night what about the fucking rules
0: i don't think it's nighttime i think it's just it's you know you know when it rains so when it when it's so bad when you get such a bad storm that the clouds are so dark that it actually makes it feel like nighttime i could see that i don't know they've been,
2: know. They, they, they've been up in training all day though I feel like they've been up and, and, and doing things all throughout
1: the day. Well... They it, got their headlights on.
0: Well, and it could also be because these do look like maybe they're the stragglers of uh, Tim Elf's forces.
1: So, maybe. Maybe. either either way, Simone goes to kill them all alone. And Rossio talks him into letting him take Gurren. Uh, Simone is still being a suicidal spaz. And Rossio can't seem to talk him down. And then Simone pukes. And Gurren Logan pukes. And comes apart. And Logan runs away. And he gets chased by Gunman off a cliff.
0: Yeah, this scene was kind of bizarre. <laughs> it was just like, Simone is, is not dealing with his emotions well. He's grieving so bad. He's just, he's freaking out that it causes pretty much the a robot. The robot
1: to throw up. Yeah. And his head to come off and run away. <laughs>
0: because because of the favorite. fact he, he, I think it's a sign that he you know, he cannot handle what's going on right now. He's not doing well with handling his grief. So he just kind of. Or his liquor. <laughs> he loses it and goes, well, you know, hey, Irish wakes, buddy. Irish wakes. I don't know. This is such a weird scene. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I think I get the idea behind it is that he's losing control of his of his emotions to the point where he's lost control of Logon for a few moments.
1: Break card.
2: Hey! hey! Welcome to the Break Card and my name is Andy and you are listening to another episode of Gurren Logon, our review of episode 9. I want to apologize, and I always hate that I have to start these things out this way sometimes, but I want to apologize for no episode last week. We have a lot of episodes in the can, ready to go, reviews of Gurren Lagon. We're about halfway done with all of our reviews, but just finding the time over the past couple of weeks to do any sort of work that's not related to school has been very difficult. For those of you who pay attention, I am a teacher. And we've started our competitions for eSports as well. Along with that, I'm teaching a night class, so it has been hectic to say the very least. So our release schedule isn't going to be as consistent as it usually is for a little while. Um, we usually release on Tuesdays. We have might have some episodes coming up on Thursdays, but we'll do our best to try to keep it consistent. If you are waiting for our show and you want to check something else out, go to the Questionable Endeavor Network at questendnetwork.com where you can listen to our brand new show, Perilous Pretenders. If you're a fan of tabletop RPGs, whether it be D&D or something a heck of a lot more obscure, definitely go check out Perilous Pretenders. They do really cool stuff over there, and I think you're really going to enjoy them. You can also support our show on Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. For just as little as $1 a month, you can get all kinds of bonus content. And that money will go a long way in helping us pay for the show because this show is fun to produce, but not free to produce. And that's about all I got. I want to keep this short and sweet this week. Let's take you back to our review in just a moment. Do
0: you like scary movies? You have been invited to the Slasher Sanitarium. Come join us as we talk about horror movies, horror fiction. Horror television. Subscribe now to the Slasher Sanitarium. New episodes coming soon. Hey, we're back. That was an interesting break card this time, man. god thank you. Yeah.
1: Even I'm not doing that joke anymore. Oh,
2: thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Simone wakes up outside of Login for some reason.
2: I guess maybe just he just decrashed so hard that he just fell I out. Guess.
1: And then he gets in it, starts it up and starts to trudge back to the side of the battle. But he winds up in a valley of boxes as a gunman throws one, a new one over the cliff.
2: I guess I didn't realize that uh, mm-hmm. this was a valley full of boxes at this point. I guess yeah, I, yeah. in a later mm-hmm. episode I, I noticed that, but I guess I didn't see it here. Mm-hmm. I'm really paying attention now and I see it. And oh.
1: conveniently, it has a spiral-shaped lock that the drill he's wearing around his neck fits in perfectly.
2: Do we... Okay, help, help me remember. Where does he... He finds this necklace in episode one? Yeah, yeah.
1: right with Logon. Okay.
0: Well, right before he finds Logon, he, well, he's, still he's, like he's right doing there. His, his digging. He finds it, and then later he finds Logon, uh later that night.
2: It just makes me wonder to what extent this particular little artifact he has, like, how common these things are. Is this something created by the Spiral King? Is this... There are a lot of unanswered questions here with some of the
1: technology. And, and
0: some of it does get explained a little later on down the road. A little okay. bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And the chest is a mimic. He eats Simone. No, this is not, I... this is not. No. no,
0: this is not D&D, dude.
2: No, I wish. No, nor is this <clears throat> Travis McElroy.
1: I wish. Inside is a girl about Simone's age with weird eyes. A new Hyatt.
2: Oh my <laughs> God, there's my Excel reference. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, basically it's that trope of, uh, which is a weird trope. Cute girl in a box. Cute girl yeah. in a box. Cute
1: which, girl almost dead in a box. It's. This, this the going. White crew.
0: Yes. Went, you went with Excelsior. Very nice. I was going with uh, Serenity. Or Firefly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Another good one. Uh, anyway, she's excited that things are wonderful out in the rain and mud. She's... Let's call her a box idiot.
2: No. Well, she doesn't seem to know a lot about anything. She has she's to like, what's what be told my... Right. Or what mud is. Or... Yeah, yeah. Rain,
1: mud, humans. I...
0: Okay. I, I, I think you want to call her a box idiot. I'm going to say she was homeschooled. In Alabama.
2: I think that, she, no, I, th- I think it goes beyond homeschooling. I think <laughs> I think it's... Box idiot? No, well, no, even beyond idiot. Like, I don't even know what to really describe it as. Like, maybe held, I mean, it's kind of like what it actually is. Like, she's held, been cloistered all held, her held, life. Held captive, but, but it's one of those things where it's like, there's a complete lack of, of, of awareness, almost. She can't pick up on context clues, and that's what bothers because me
1: about it. Because she's never been socialized.
0: <sighs> yeah. She but doesn't you, understand subtlety, but like you would, me.
2: But you would think at some point, like she would understand some context clues in like statements.
1: So I don't. She's a box idiot. Uh, she, and she sounds like fucking Starfire. She is she? Yeah, she is.
0: Oh really? And she is voiced by Bridget Hoffman.
1: She goes, "What is that thing right there?" It's a message from the Don. A massive horse head. <laughs> no.
0: Well, it's, it's just a gunman. It's yeah, a it's, it's
2: a horse gun, head gunman. It's a And And it's really kind of creepy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it really is. And it chases after him. And
1: And then we get more fucking recapping. Nope. Just a sentence. We're okay. It's just one sentence of recapping.
0: There you go. Okay. You all right?
1: No. Anyway, they get in Logon and get bitch slapped since Logon won't work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Simone sends her to run away while he decides to drill the gunman. Hi-yo! The horse gunman has a huge missile in its mouth. And yeah, Nia, I, that's weird. And Nia convinces him to run with her. Yeah, and then Yoko saves him, repeating the not letting anyone else die. Yeah, I mean, A- it and, makes sense. And and Keaton uses his banana split attack to destroy the horse head. <laughs> I think it's the best way to describe that What attack. the fuck are we even watching? <laughs> I just... This, this anime... Just, just
0: enjoy the insanity for these fucking romance. weird.
1: Anyway, Boxy continues to be an idiot. And the creepy old man gives her some tea.
0: Yeah.
1: She says she was in the box because she angered her father by asking why she was born. Rossio walks up to Simone yelling at Logan, and Yoko tells him not to get too involved.
2: There's a scene coming up where she's on the ship. Or mm-hmm. back on the, the whatever, the whatever that's called? I, I, Di- uh, it's now
0: Daigurin. Daigurin and They renamed it Daigurin.
1: What's up with this old grandpa?
0: That gets explained later, too. He
1: is creepy. Because he's, he's like... The, he's the one that pointed him at the... The to, hot the, to the
0: hot springs, and he just kind of tagged along. Okay. After, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that's the same yeah. guy. Yeah. Then like they, just, he... they just like picked him up and kept him,
0: kept bringing him.
2: I'm I, I through a few more episodes after this, and he just shows up like once per episode. He's yeah. like that dog. That, really that, you, weird. that
0: you would feed the one time and it just kept following you. I mean, it was just like social interaction. He's like
2: he's like that NPC. He's like that NPC in someone's game that just like shows up to help out the team and the players because the players are completely heel. off. Heal, heal,
1: heal. Um. <laughs> Suddenly, Daigurin Now, uh, is standing in a circle of water, and a centipede lands on Daigurin and a moth gunman gets out. That is a cool gunman. I cannot, you know, say enough
2: how much I like the the design of, of this gunman from uh, what's her name, Adine. Adine, yes.
1: Uh, Yoko asks Box Idiot if she's stupid. <laughs> yes. When she runs out to command Adine down. She and, recognizes her. Yep. Yep. And she re- reveals that she is Genome Spiral Lord King's daughter.
2: This is a weird cliffhangery kind of thing because mm-hmm. it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, hey, yeah, just... I'm the Spiral King's daughter.
0: Yeah.
2: And they're all like, "What? Yep. Say what?"
1: And she kind of. If my notes sounded like they ended abruptly, it's because they did. They did. Because the episode was ended cliffhanger. abruptly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: That is episode nine of Grunlagon. What really is humanity, or what whatever. exactly is what
1: exactly is a human? <laughs> Thank
0: you, dude. You gotta write your stuff down again.
2: And I, I'm, I really do. <laughs> um, so these are not simple titles. No, they are not. Uh, so that is our episode of Lagon. Bill, what do you make of this episode?
1: What the fuck was that?
2: Uh, which part?
1: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Elaborate. Here's a box, idiot. This horse head's full of missile. I'm somebody's daughter, old creepy pedo man. What? Banana split attack. In this episode is,
2: I think there's a little more to it than that. I think yeah. that they're trying to establish... Simone's an asshole. Okay, yes, then they do that very well. Um, but aside from the Simone stuff... He's not coping. We're we're establishing who the enemy is, right? We had kind of a general idea that the Spiral King existed. We knew that this dude that showed up with was a was a general... It's like in it's like Sailor Moon. We see a lot of Jedi, we don't know who the other four king or the three of the four kings of heaven are until that particular king of heaven meets his end. As soon as Jedi's gone, you meet Nephrite and Zoosite at the same time. And actually and and Kunzite also too. Like you see all three in the next kind of arc. Yeah. Cuz Zoosite would run to Kunzite and cry and be like, "Oh, it was me." Um but you get a similar sort of motif here where it's like, "Okay, let's show you how Broad, the enemies really are. You know, as far as like the power of them.
0: Let's establish our bad guys.
2: Yes, we we see who the Spiral King is. We get a sense for that person. We get a sense for the other characters and their dialogue. We get a new character to replace the fact that we've lost a major character. Not that we don't have enough characters already in this anime. We could have
1: done without a new character, but
2: she's going to become integral for the rest of the series the rest well i don't actually know the rest i I don't know about that because i haven't seen the rest of the series but i'm just gonna say to finally get us out of the stupid simon arc i like kind of like box idiot i i kind of i damn it mia mia i kind of have conflicting i don't like how how completely oblivious they make her the fact she can't just put two and two together and that bothers me but i do enjoy what she brings to the, the the group right like there are
1: there's some innocence to her. She's the Millie. No, cuz Millie's like super competent. She's innocent, she's sweet, but she's super competent. She's not just a bumbling moron who can't cope with life being existing.
0: Yes. I think the whole idea of the episode is is establishing. Yeah. That's the main I think focus on this episode is but we, we, so we see this guy much and then we well so. because we're establishing a whole new arc, we're establishing who our end bosses we're establishing his sub biggest Huh?
1: Who poop biggest?
0: Yeah, that too. And who poop last. We establish that Simone is not dealing well with uh, communist death and that he's just, you want to slap him, you want to kick him, you want to slap him, throw him out Daigurin, bring him back into Daigurin, slap him again, smack him against the wall a couple times, and then get him to get over it.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, pretty much how it is. There has to be some humanity there to...
0: Well, and, and I mean, it's there when, when, he, when, when you establish Nia. Nia's not a complete idiot. Nia is innocent. Nia is extremely naive. What goes on, what you know, that this is Rain is something that's completely foreign to her, but later on in the series, even in that questioning way, she's actually incredibly insightful of what's going on.
1: I dislike the idea that I had a crush on Yoko, and then she was in with my big brother, and that upset me. And then to the point that it got my big brother killed, and now we don't talk to each other, Oh hey look, a new pretty girl from a random magic box. That's now my girlfriend.
2: I don't know. Well, again, oh, I haven't, wow. I haven't, I haven't watched. I don't that like far, that either. I haven't watched that far ahead yet, so I don't know how how much that goes on. But it does. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like at this point in the next couple episodes, it's fairly innocent. It's just someone there, regardless of gender, to. To, to teach him that he can be his own self. No, because, she's, because
0: his she, next, she's his next mentor.
2: Right, because she herself has to learn that same lesson, as we'll find out when we get into it. No, of she's
1: episodes. his reward girlfriend.
2: At this point, I don't see it, but then again, I you, haven't, you haven't, seen, seen, the I haven't seen the whole thing.
1: You haven't seen the whole
0: re- thing. At the end, maybe.
1: She absolutely is his at reward the, at girlfriend. At the
0: end, but at this point, she actually, in the next three episodes, she works to actually bring Simone back to his humanity in a lot of ways. By. By giving him something, you know, by grounding him.
1: And I, and I, I know I keep going back to at least one of these two characters, but I think her arc and her grounding and her relationship with Yoko is far more interesting It is than Simone. I mean, but, it's absolutely like the two of that, them.
2: Is that just because Simone's character is not interesting?
1: Yes, basically. That's, that's a big part of it. And she is just his reward girlfriend. Whereas with Yoko, it's a much different, Deeper dynamic, well, much had, more interesting dynamic.
0: Well, she has interesting dynamics with other characters as well. At least with, or if not dynamics, then interactions with other characters. Well, I think she's got a very happy-go-lucky attitude. She's got a very innocent attitude, partially because she was homeschooled in Alabama.
2: Well, okay. I think this boils down to Simone suffers from that sort of main character syndrome that we see sometimes. There are certain there are certain shows and and media where the main character you can really get behind, you really like right from the very beginning. There are those like Anakin Skywalker and uh, has Buffy. Another, Buffy, Buffy, absolutely. Yeah. is, Buffy another is example. the worst part of Buffy. Absolutely. Fair enough. Yes. Um, no, got...
1: Buffy's the second worst part. of Buffy. Buffy's mom is the worst part. of Buffy.
2: <laughs> right, but these characters who they are the main characters, but right from the get go, you're kind of they're off. You're more into
0: you're more into their side characters. Right, are the ones that
2: this is not Vash to Stampede. Right where immediately you're drawn to Vash, you like Vash, yep. you root for Vash. Yep. It's very hard to root for Simone at the beginning of this of the no, series
0: because I've also made the argument, and I'm going to make the argument now. Simone's the tip of the drill, and every and all the other side characters is everything behind the drill that get that pushes it forward.
2: Right, but what I, but what I'm what and I'm the tip at, is
0: not very interesting.
2: No. But what I'm in and that's the thing. I
0: know, I know, I went there too. <laughs> I went there too. Just a tip, there we go. Uh, but oh. but the but
2: the thing is, with this type of storytelling, with this type of character, mm-hmm. it does mean that these other side characters better be really good. And we've got Yoko, mm-hmm. we've got Liron, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if the rest of the cast is strong enough to really Fully drive Viral Rossio. Rosio Viral. Viral. I like Viral a lot yeah. as an antagonist. I, I think
0: I think Nia Nia comes out comes into her own. Lord Genome will also uh, come you know will come in to their own later too. You but know, that's I mean, where I
2: think the problem lies with this show right now is that Simone Simone is yep. Simone is the problem with the show, and yeah. maybe hopefully there will be some retribution near the end. At least you'll see that. And you see it by episode 11, that the change we aren't there yet. I know I don't want to spoil it too much, but we start to see a change and turning of the page. There
0: there is character. There is development of Simone. That that doesn't necessarily mean that it makes him an interesting character at the end, but but you do see that they are making a concerted effort to developing this character from this small, meek, underconfident kid to somebody who's starting to build up his confidence, who loses some, something very important to him who has to learn to, to live without that right? and learn how to become stronger after that and then further. Mm-hmm. And that there are other trials that, that are set before him. You actually see that that, that is one of the things about this series, that, that they really do well. Now, do they make a compelling character? I could see the argument of no.
1: No. Um, not even but, not even No, they don't.
0: But, are they at least having that emphasis of character development? Yes. Of, of creating growth and development. I see that.
1: Let me ask you this. Okay. When you watch Gurren in mm-hmm. who are you?
0: I can relate to Simone in a lot of ways, especially early on.
1: I was afraid you are going to say that.
0: Yeah. Oh, gee, Bill, the guy who has not exactly had the most confidence in the world has had to overcompensate for his confidence through various means. You've known me for about 20 years, dude. You cannot tell me that there isn't, isn't a huge lack of confidence.
1: Well, no, but...
0: Okay. Simone so, does
1: not go about it in the right way.
0: Did I ever go about it the right way?
1: No.
2: <laughs> All right. We, we need to cut this conversation off here um, because we uh, need to save our energy for next week when we talk about episode 10 of Gurren Lagan. Who Is This Bro? Which is a funny title. Yeah, it's a really uh, cute title. Right? Uh, with and some, that's the other thing, With some thing, too. weird moments have in we, it.
0: Um, and I, I, I want to point out, too, back when we discussed on the first episode, so I'm going to bring it up again, the uh, cards, the title cards have changed.
2: Yeah, we didn't talk about that.
0: Yeah. The title card beforehand looked brash. It was done in pencil style and very, very uh,
2: elaborate and, and showy. No, no,
0: very, very bold. And yeah. and and now we have rather cute. And even the way the the statements are made,
2: you know, mm-hmm. just
0: what exactly is a human? Who is this bro anyway? Whereas before,
2: right, we can see who the who the person titling right, the episode is. You're
0: seeing the you're seeing
1: where the um character, the main character shifted.
2: Yes, the main character's now shifted from Kamina. Now I was gonna focus on Nia because she is a central character with regards to the Spiral King and as the
1: catalyst for helping Simone get over Right, as as uh, new change. Okay, I was thinking it was shifted from Kamina to Simone, but you're probably right. It is it shifted It's shifting to
0: the people that are that are guiding okay. him. His okay. guide his yeah, guys. Yeah, no, I
1: see that. I get that.
2: Alright, so that is our review of Lagan for this week. Uh we will be back next week with our next episode, but until then Josh, take us out.
0: Well, once again, this has been Tuning Japanese. podcast with three dudes in their 30s. Trapped in a box, that was thrown off a cliff. Talk about anime. And I'm Josh.
1: I'm Andy. I'm Bill.
2: And we will see you next time. Bye bye
1: I don't want me no cake. I want
2: some pie. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like The Shadowbane Podcast, The Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Home Stars, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, The Reanimator Podcast, the Taco Tuesday Podcast, Nerd Control, and our newest show, Hairless Pretenders.
0: what you said
1: and who are you my good sir uh, uh,
0: good good sir no I'm nobody important enough to be called that
1: uh, this is the outside isn't it this must be rain uh, oh. uh, uh,
0: uh, uh. it's cold what is this um that's dirt hey um, are you okay without any shoes It's so thick and cold and wet and gooey and squishy, it's wonderful.